2: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. Get more info at armstrongandgetty.com. By the way, something. If you're listening to this, you apparently like our podcast, which gets a lot of listens. It's doing really well in terms of of keeping track of podcasts. Shout out, everybody. I ain't doing it for my health. Huh?
3: You got to look out for your health during these days of the coronavirus. I didn't need the
2: extra work, but the podcast is doing pretty well. I saw this section in the newspaper today about advertising podcasts to listen to the pr- the biggest problem with podcasts
3: what's a newspaper uncle jack
2: <sighs> that is kind of funny i was looking in the newspaper about podcasts um <laughs> the uh the problem with podcasts and i'm sure this will sort itself out over time but uh, the good ones are super super duper great as you all know mm-hmm. but there are gazillions of just sh- Podcasts. Yes, I mean they're they're. It's amazing how
3: bad they are. Really, I, I don't really hear them. I, I'm fairly careful in what I grab, but I believe it. Oh, I believe it. See,
2: I get I get interested in a topic. Like I think you're going to mention Russia, Russian history. So I'll just hit Russian history on the old podcast, and a whole bunch of them will come up, and I'll, I'll I'll pick one at random, and it's just like a guy with a tape recorder <laughs> off mic from across the room with nothing to say. It's just—it's amazing really? that anybody huh. even took the time to do it. Yeah. And there are billions, and that's not an exaggeration of them that have been. A, and so there needs I gotta to be be a, start seeking out sucky podcasts. I it sounds find kind of the, amusing. I find it the other way around. I find it hard to avoid the sucky podcasts. Mm. Uh, th- th- there needs to be a better gatekeeper or something. They need to clean out the world. like we always say. They need to clean out the internet. Yes, clearly. Like yeah. if I if I Google. 4th of July parade's coming up. I googled parade for my uh, my uh, hometown, 4th of July parade. I'm going to get information for every 4th of July parade that's happened since 1992. And
3: the lead result will be the 2011 parade. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That, it that, makes me that, crazy. That
2: <laughs> needs to be fixed.
3: But You know, your problem is getting interested in things. If you just float through life cynically. Um, and never develop any interests, you won't have that problem.
2: Like I was on a Dostoevsky kick. And I listened to a number of podcasts about fine that.
3: beard that Dostoevsky. S- some
2: of them were great. Some of them were just. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I haven't read any Dostoevsky since uh, high school. I don't think.
2: What your- did I read in any college? Nah. What's your not. favorite podcast, Sean? Because you're big on the podcast.
4: The Armstrong and Getty podcast. Idiot. <laughs> uh i've been really enjoying the the freakonomics podcast that i just kind of oh. recently discovered so i've been doing a lot Strong. of catch up on on past episodes of that
2: i've yeah. never heard that but, um, but if it's anything like the book i'm sure i would like it
4: yeah and the uh the joe rogan is a is a standby I, sure. I listen to a majority of his podcast almost all the way through too and he doesn't do short ones
2: no
3: no he, he loses me when he goes into the punching people stuff but yeah it's yeah, just it's not a particular the, interest
2: the punching people stuff uh, the mma whatever um, you want to call it yeah A lot of the most popular podcasts are hours long.
3: Yeah, I know it. It's wild. Wild. Listen to ours. Uh, So uh, apparently the Russians, for all of their sins, uh, have something in common with Mirka. And that's that they're doing difficult to understand experiments, including a Russian satellite full of geckos having sex in space. Well, they think they're having sex. They hope they're having sex.
2: A Russian satellite full of geckos having sex in space, is it some sort of reproducing in space thing? They
3: want to observe their mating activities in the zero-gravity conditions of Earth orbit.
2: I don't no, know why. No, no, it can't why. be that. It can't be that because um, in countries like China and Russia or whatever, if you wanted to know what happens when people have sex in space... You would just make some people have sex in space. Right. Or, you don't, or
3: shoot their family.
2: Y- y- right. You don't care what happens.
3: Several other creatures, including plants and insects, were also placed on board for experiments. Shortly after the satellite made its first few orbits, it stopped responding to commands from the mission control. You know, I really want to drop an F-bomb
2: here, but I just, I,
3: I'm uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, no F-bomb is harsh. You my S-bombs,
2: everybody says S. My mom will say that occasionally. Bullshit,
3: she does. Anyway. She doesn't um, say that. You want It'd me be to be say really it for funny? you? Your mom says sh- but not bullshit.
2: I've heard her say sh- I think once in my life. I mean, I'll she bet said, she oh, says bullshit. Bullsh-. She might. I've never heard it.
3: Get Jack's mom on the line. Booker certainly never an f bomb though. No, certainly not. Not while you're in the room.
2: I remember my dad dropped an f bomb when I was like in ninth grade, and I was just stunned. I remember when my buddy's dad dropped a c
3: bomb in the car. Oh my god! It was like it was yesterday. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it went, it's burned into my memory, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, they lost <laughs> control. <laughs> I really want to drop the F bomb. I really, really want to because it's such a funny line. But um, well, if
5: it's key
2: to the line, then that's okay. And I think people have seen it coming at this point.
3: <laughs> um,
2: was well, yeah, it as a nah, verb? See though?
3: now, now it's built up too much. It's a verb, right? Yes.
2: I mean, yeah. Okay. Well, that's
3: yeah. pretty well harsh. kind of a verb within a noun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It had to do with Operation Lizard F, but the moment has passed. Right. Uh, but anyway, they they have regained control of the Photon M4 satellite, and they believe most of the experiments will still be vital. So we'll find out how insurance geckos or are... you have a ge- you're a gecko owner. I was staring. I'm sorry. At... This has been incredibly insensitive of me.
2: I was staring. These poor at... little geckos could be killed. I was staring at Gecky last night. I just <laughs> fed him his five crickets. Sorry again. That name of your gecko is. Gecky. Okay. and uh, That's such a great kid name for a gecko. I, know. I love that. So, so cute. Henry named Gecky the gecko, who he said last night is his favorite animal. But um, I was sitting there observing Gecky with the door open. I opened his cage and put the crickets in there. And we're looking at it and just thinking about the wonder of of, of life in general, that that beast emerged from something and has existed for gazillions of years. Mm-hmm. And, and it it has in its function. Why... why why? Why? Why does it even exist? I mean, what's the what's the point of it all? Um, it's just watching a little thing, and it's it's got nothing on its mind. It comes out of its rock like mm. once a day mm. when I open its cage. It, it knows, oh, it's cricket it's like time. Like Sean,
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> comes out of its rock, warms itself, then goes
2: back. I don't even have to open his cage. As soon as I sit down in the feeding chair, he comes out of his cage. Oh, hey, there's that guy that gives me crickets, and he comes out of his rock and uh, waits for me to open the cage. And yeah, so I throw in the crickets, and then he goes to chomping down crickets, but And then that's the only thing. And it sits in a rock all day long, I suppose, not thinking of a single thing. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. To spend an hour in the mind of a gecko.
2: (laughs) But why does it exist? What's it?
3: Here's what it's thinking. (laughs) I mean, just probably nothing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Or
3: or it might be absolutely terrifying because all it thinks are primitive thoughts of life and death. What was that? Am I going to be killed? Yeah, oh, no! Yeah, I'm safe. It, that's I'm probably safe. I'm correct. Safe. I'm going to be
2: killed! What was I'm that safe. sound? I better hold still.
3: You know, I've been, lately, I've been trying to put out of my mind how clearly transactional my relationship with my dog is. Mm. <laughs> because he's he's a great dog, and he brings me a lot of joy and companionship, and he makes me smile all the time. But... My daughter, Delaney, when she was home from school, called him a fake ass hoe. (laughs) Wow. Actually, repeatedly. (laughs) I know. How funny is that? Um, Because, I mean, it's obvious that he will obey me and be my best buddy ever when I have food in my hand. But if I don't, it's like, yeah, you know what? I'll call you back. And, you know, I get up in the morning, Judy's out of town. <laughs> I'd like to, but I don't know. Let me uh, tell you what. Let me, let me call you later. I got this thing. Let me, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. has been playing yeah. for a long time. Oh, I didn't time, see so. your text.
5: <laughs> I'm standing
3: here yelling at you. <laughs> but then I remind myself that's the way God made him. He is the way he is. He's, he's the only way he should be. And it's on me to
2: accept him
3: as a fake so asshole. Do you believe
2: in God and dog.
3: I can't decide if that was really clever or really dumb. Or really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading that Russian fella, so uh he can't be that dumb. Check out the great new swag like the new masks at armstrongandgetty.com.
2: You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty show. <laughs>
5: information.
3: This is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
2: Featuring our podcast One More Thing. Available everywhere. Get more info at
1: armstrongandgetty.com Looking for video cassettes? I bought a great VCR at Walmart. Now I'm back for some good tape. Great electronics deserve the best accessories and Walmart has them all at low prices every day. Record up to six hours on T120 VHS cassettes from Polaroid or Sony. Two for only $9 every day. I can record a lot of programs at teeth prices. I'm buying. Electronics at Walmart when you're ready to buy. That's real savings. That's the Walmart way. There
3: you go. Is that intentional that the audio is kind of warbly? A simpler Because that's time. funny. Yeah, it was from
2: 1986, that commercial. If you record it on a super slow speed and get six hours on one tape, the <laughs> quality is very poor crappy <laughs> um so apparently vhs is making a comeback of some sort is There's... it like
4: the new vinyl sort of thing where it's it's becoming kind of a retro
2: well see here's one difference between the two uh music on vinyl sounds freaking fantastic correct and in a lot of measures it's it's uh including just your ears it sounds better than cds VHS, on the other hand, is the opposite. Hmm. It looks worse than this what you're used is, to. I think
4: so. Quite literally, more like cassettes making a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Well, y- y cassettes yeah, exactly. were better yeah. too, but
2: yeah, but it would be yeah, it'd be more like people have decided to listen to cassettes instead of CDs because they want they want more hiss in the background. Um, anyway, I'll read this. Uh, after a long day at the office, Hannah Johnson, a deputy counter prosecutor in Indiana, likes to unwind with a movie, so she throws one in one of the nearly 200 VHS tapes she owns into her VCR player. She's What's her job? Uh, deputy county prosecutor. Oh, county.
3: Okay, sorry.
2: It's a comfort thing, especially if I've had a stressful day at work. VHS allows me to go back to being a kid. I don't have to worry about work or politics. W- what is it about that... Why not a DVD? I know everything on Disney Plus is digitally remastered, but compared to VHS, it just doesn't feel authentic. So she started scooping up Disney and Harry Potter cassettes for 50 cents a pop. That is one of the things. I, I got a buddy who runs a store full of... Uh, uh, he sells all this sort of stuff. Comic books and, uh, you know... Star Wars lunch boxes and all oh, that sort great. Of stuff. Jack has come to visit. <laughs> anyway, he's got one of the best stores Here's in the area friend, for that sort of thing. Jack. But he's got bins and bins full of VHS tapes. I mean, if you want, you know, The Breakfast Club on VHS, it's I don't. like fifty cents. Mm. I don't Joseph. this. I don't.
4: <laughs> Seems very certain
3: of that. It uh, <laughs> it it takes up a lot of space. We used to have the shelves full of uh, oh, yeah. VHS movies.
2: Hollywood stopped releasing movies on VHS. Fifteen years ago, I actually would have guessed longer than that. They're still putting movies on VHS in 2005. Huh. I don't think I've been using a, I don't think I've used a video recorder for, God, I don't know. Yeah. Gotta go way back. Nineties, certainly though. Man, I have so many tapes
3: of my kids that I need to digitize. Oh, yeah, that'd be tough. I really need to do that before a fire comes along or something.
2: For passionate hobbyists, indie indie retailers, and media experts, and average filmwalker watchers, what VHS will never go out of style. They find this nostalgic whole charm. This story sounds like a load of shit to me. We watch these tapes, and it's like getting a window into the past. It's
3: Said about- another Yahoo, just like the
4: other Yahoo is quoted <laughs> in this bullshit story. <laughs> I'm glad we waited for the podcast to do this one.
2: <laughs> it's about simplicity, not quality, says Sarah Godlin, 39, a copywriter. What does that and
4: mean? What <laughs> does that friggin' mean?
3: You pop a DVD in and then hit play. How complicated is that, you moron? <laughs> this story is woven from whole cloth, as they say.
2: <laughs> Instagram, in a particular, is home crap. to some of the most creative expressions of VHS ardor. Aficionados post <laughs> photos of their collections organized by color. For
3: other
4: dumbasses to look at. <laughs>
2: hashtag VHS <laughs> Collectors hashtag Unite.
4: Dumbass. <laughs> That's an easy way to find the VHS you need. Let's see. What color was the box?
0: <laughs>
2: hmm. <laughs> <Grr>. <laughs> oh, oh,
3: God. That's just awful. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm cynical. You want to know why? Why? I, was, I clicked on. Thank you, Michael. I clicked on uh, the uh, foxnews.com and they're uh, they're talking about the coronavirus on the unwatchable outnumbered show. Guess who she's talking to for medical uh perspective on the coronavirus. Can I drop an f bomb? Yeah, go ahead. Folks, you're about I'm sorry, I'm just in a mood today. We're we're 10 seconds away from an f bomb. Who do they go to for medical advice? Dr. Right. <laughs> Dr. Oz. Right. Dr. Oz? quack, 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 quack.
2: Have to admire that he he and Dr. Phil similarly have found a way to be America's go to for this sort of thing. You got a medical situation, Dr. Oz is obviously who you talk to. And any sort of psychotherapy, anything like that. Well, Dr. Phil, clearly the best out there. They're both freaking hacks. Yeah. But uh Yeah. Good job for them on uh convincing America, Doctor Oz.
3: Boy, that's just conceding that your audience is, s- is stupid. That listen, our audience is simpletons. They really only have room in their head for one doctor. They probably don't know that there are more than one or two doctors.
2: They probably watch VHS tapes, right? And they
3: they've feel heard better. of Doctor Oz, so let's get Doctor Oz. Doctor Oz isn't available. Get Doctor Phil. If not Doctor Phil, Doctor Drew. <laughs> if not that, Doctor Pepper. So the only (laughs) doctors are moron audiences. Of
4: of those three, if somebody was if I was on a plane and somebody was having a heart attack, is there a doctor on the flight? I feel like at least Dr. Drew, I would be okay with that person standing up and saying, yeah, I I got this from here.
3: Drew seems like an earnest and decent human being. Right.
2: What if Dr. J were on the plane? (laughs) I'd expect him to float through the lane
3: and slam it down. Mm hmm. Which he probably wouldn't because he's pushing, what,
2: 70? Doesn't <laughs> I, matter. I would assume so. Dr. Oz. <laughs> 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 oh. Nothing makes Joe angrier than Dr. Oz. Bastard. Didn't we? Uh, we almost fought him or something. You Didn't almost we? fought him. Yeah.
3: And 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 his uh, phone screener person, too, man. They tried to come in and take over the show and tell us what to do. Yeah, oh, that, that, that was so uncool. Show. So and shoved uncool. ours aside. And Dr. Oz says, yeah, okay, we're going to do about 10 minutes on blank. And then and Jack started yelling at him. It was great.
2: <laughs> he, he was going to set up a topic and start taking calls.
3: And he didn't like us calling him out on it. So he more or less turned tail and fled, which yeah. was fine. Howard
2: I think I'd fight Dr. Oz. How old is he? There's something else, somebody else I ate. Probably similar age. He
3: <laughs> appears to be in good shape, though, yeah. so if he starts raining and blows down on you, take him <laughs> to the ground.
4: Uh, he's 59.
2: we similar age. Yeah. It might be too close to fight. I like to fight people much more infirm than that. <laughs>
4: presidential that, candidate age
3: is kind yeah. of like admirable <laughs> yeah yeah it's really 75 up is jack's uh, go-to who
2: was i wanting to fight Sweet the other spot? day oh i'm not gonna say i just popped back into my head that's right i don't want to say
4: that it's the podcast this doesn't even really exist no no
2: no no but it was somebody else was similar sort of situation
4: are <laughs> you really really wanting to fight a lot of people
3: these days? are you all right
2: <laughs> Just seems like a funny way to settle things at this point in my life <laughs>
3: A fist fight.
2: Usually you'd hire a lawyer or something. Right.
3: Right <laughs> dueling editorials in the New York Times.
2: <laughs> you want to fight?
0: want to take right. this
3: outside, Dr. Oz? <laughs> huh? Settle it the old fashioned way. Hmm.
2: The best masks I've seen, and they say Armstrong and Getty on them. You can get one at
0: ArmstrongandGetty.com.
3: This is the best of Armstrong and Getty.
5: LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
3: Armstrong and Getty. This
0: is the best of Armstrong
3: and Getty. I was reminded of something I've already figured out, and I'm trying to master. Isn't life just a long struggle to master oneself, Jack? Hmm. Somewhat, yeah. Would the Buddha agree with me on that? You know the Buddha.
2: Yeah. You met the Buddha. So I'm in the... uh, We were talking about this the other day on the air. We're the only beast that gets on our own way. We're the only beast that makes ourselves miserable. Yeah. Isn't that odd? We eat things that will make us less happy. We 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 work really hard and then spend our money on things that will make us less happy. And it's all about today us versus future us. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a Jordan Peterson podcast about this the other day, and he he referenced Homer Simpson from an episode <laughs> in which Homer was about to drink a quart of vodka and mayonnaise. <laughs> and Marge said... You think that's a good idea? And he said, that's a problem for future Homer. I'm sure glad I'm not him. And that's kind of the way we are as beasts. That's a problem for future me, what I just spent today or what I just ate or, you know, whatever choices you make that aren't good long term. So I'm not a uh,
3: book of Genesis literalist. By any stretch of the imagination,
4: the Bible
3: yes, sir, I don't want to get into an argument about theology. actually, it would take two of us to tango, so feel free to write your adamant emails, but um it's funny when you're talking about we're the only beast that can make itself miserable. we get in our own way and and obsess or or whatever um it it's isn't that the the fruit of the tree of knowledge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. Anyway, so what I was going to say was I was in the lobby. Oh, first of all, shout out to the nice lady I met on the elevator. Hi, uh, nice lady. Huge, huge fan of the show. Huge what now? Fan of the show. Gotcha. Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have asked her her name, but it was a little embarrassing because there were other people in the elevator. Um, and I'm a quite unassuming Midwestern boy. But anyway, thanks for saying hello. She was super nice. But anyway, I was um, I was in the lobby and the and the FedEx guy walked by. And I saw that logo and got a charge of, oh, oh, as if I was expecting a package.
2: Well, that's interesting. And at work, you don't expect packages.
3: Well, no, no. It was the logo. And and I started thinking, how much of the success of Amazon is that is the anticipation that something's coming and waiting for that package to appear? Mm. I think a lot. Yeah. And looking out on your front porch, oh, it's not there yet.
4: Um, I, I catch myself doing that like I'm a little kid. I have friends who, and they will probably... I don't know if they've already altered their return policy for this, but people just ship, like ordering uh, for round numbers, $300 worth of clothes, knowing they're only going to keep $50 worth. Uh-huh. But they just wanted the 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 experience of receiving it, opening it, trying it on, right? The just really? that whole huh. song and dance, knowing that they. Oh, I'm not keeping any of this stuff. That's S- hardcore. Maybe grabbing a picture for the Instagram or something.
2: See opening videos on YouTube. Yeah. There's gazillions of them. See, that's always struck me as uber stupid. But I don't know. Maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe I'm sort of,
3: kind of, sort of getting it. I mean, I, I ordered some beard oil the
2: other day. It's it's just the same reason. When you get excited, there's a text. Ooh. Right, something new, something new. It's always disappointingly bland, but you get excited. Same way with a box coming, I guess.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna get my wife to sext me. That would that, you know, that'd be worth seeing. Mm. Worth getting. Anyway, um you're gonna sext her back? Oh yeah, you guarantee. Fair. Please.
2: Um What sort of thing are you gonna do? What sort of pose? Pose
4: <laughs> what? No, that's not Sir, exchanging. Sir, this is of... the bonds of holy matrimony. Not necessarily exchanging of pics. Sex can just be uh a verbal. Words? Yeah, I, always yeah. Picture, yeah. Uh,
2: I always picture pictures.
4: Yeah, I don't mind okay. a
3: picture. I'm a male. I'm visual, but uh yeah. Just text it to the right person.
2: That's all I ask.
3: <laughs> well, see, see. Uh, exchanging pictures for words would probably be typically a good exchange. A man and a woman as uh, we have different sexual responses. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of my beard, um I uh, I ordered some beard oil the other day.
2: You did. Anx- you did. Now your be- beard was squeaking on you other it. <laughs>
3: beard lube. <laughs> it keeps it soft and conditioned. Okay, which probably makes me
2: something, according to you
3: know a lot of people I grew up with in the Rick's Great in Midwest. More kissable of- Joe. <laughs> oh
2: Lord. So if you don't, <laughs> I have never had really had a beard. If you don't condition your beard, what happens to it?
3: Well, it can get kind of dry and split endsy. Some guys get itchy okay. under it, um, that sort of thing. But I was like really anxious for this to show up and. This is not going to change my. Life. It's not even going to improve my life, really. This is dumb. I found myself glancing out front. I wonder if that
2: beard oil oh. <laughs> oh, does it have a, like
4: some cool like guy grooming title like Yeti Bomb or like. <laughs> you know what? I it, yes, Sean, but I don't remember what it's called. I I've recently uh you started using this shampoo from uh, Doctor Squatch, which is short for Sasquatch. <laughs> Apparently, a Sasquatch went to medical school. And uh, <laughs> decided to, or not medical school, but cos cosmetology, I guess, and uh, then got into the cosmetics game. And uh, six hundred hours of licensing
3: classes uh, required. Right, right. In Nevada. Yeah, yeah. The
4: doctor squat shampoo.
3: Yeah, Maya's son just put out a solo release um, under his uh, his solo moniker, um, but he includes a song called Sasquanctuary, <laughs> which was <laughs> a song. He was he was talking to a good friend of his. And uh, I, there is a rumor; it's scurrilous, it is inaccurate, that there was THC involved in music, <laughs> right? And oh, this, uh, and and somebody brought up the idea of a wildlife refuge for Sasquatch, a, sca- a Sasquatch National Park, or a sanctuary, if you will. And he said, "Can't wait," and immediately wrote the song. I mean, like right there, wrote the lyrics and everything, and it is hilarious. <laughs> Although it's difficult to understand because it's like in the metal thing, he does oh, it gotcha. for some reason. Um, anyway, where was I? So I when you, the beard. When it's you get just, your
2: beard oil, you yeah. gotta do a uh, an opening video. Oh, I have an unboxing video. I failed to do that. Oh, it's pe- been unboxed. People watch that sort of thing. I, I guess it's even been unleashed and rubbed upon my beard. I can't imagine watching somebody open up something they're getting
4: no you see I have a
2: life so I won't be doing that
4: like the like one of these new foldable phones right some tech reporter gets an early access copy I of would it. watch that. that's different but I think. but
2: but that's a, a watching a review of the phone it's not that's what
4: I, all that's what all unboxing is they're they're pseudo reviews of first impressions of new
2: products why do I need to see you open the box I've only seen the first parts of several and always includes an, a cardboard box and one an, exact, an exacto knife I, I, I don't need to see that. It's
4: about getting their first impressions unfiltered in okay. real time, sort okay. of thing. Yeah, gotcha. okay.
3: I just I'd seen like somebody getting a shirt. That's stupid. Why would I want to see that? Is it a review of a shirt? I it's don't got know, sleeves. I it's got a hole for your head to stick through. But
4: I <laughs> the sure. tags in the back where it should be. I like it. It's a good shirt. Buttons. And How everything. many
2: armholes? Um, Two. But I okay, I could see that like a review of an item and the uh, okay this is the packaging it comes in okay okay.
4: Spe- yeah, particularly with tech stuff, they get super caught up into the presentation of... Well,
2: Apple changed that, yeah. man. They they changed that, and, they, and they're right. It makes you feel like you got something special. By spending an extra, they probably spent 40 cents instead of two cents, like just a plastic thing would be. Right. right. But, it, you know, they're selling you a $1,000 phone and making you feel special, which so they that's should. Aesthetic. Yeah. aesthetic. So speaking of boxes, Sean, you had some sort of
3: story about cereal over yeah, there? Yeah,
4: so millennials, among uh, all other things that they've killed, apparently cereal. Is, uh, is on the thing. I'm doing my part to try to keep the cereal industry afloat. Well, it's kind of
2: surprising because my kids love cereal and I don't see that changing as they get older. What but, are your kids? Generation Z? I don't know. And
3: we started at A again, double A.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Are they, what's that thing? I, like information age or there's something? Oh, Gen I. There's something like that. Jenny.
4: But uh, uh, General Mills as a plan to yes. uh, kind of counteract. Reporting for, for his, duty. They they seem to think that selling a box of cereal for $13 is the cure for the ills. Oh. Um, and that seems like way too much for cereal. What's in it? High-end cereal, huh? It's a status cereal. It's like wine. So this is called the uh, the Morning Summit Cereal, not to be confused with the Morning Cereal Summit, which is where all your heavyweights gather and mm. discuss all things breakfast. You know, your Captain Crunch, your Tony the Tigers, sure. your Snaps, Crackles, and Pops. Does
2: the, does the box come in a purple velour bag like Chrome Royal? <laughs>
4: Whatever the heck that honeycomb monster character is, I don't know. Tony the Tiger mauled a guy three years sound, ago. He was disinvited. This sounds just like trail mix. Like the first ingredient is almonds, and it's 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 an attempt to kind of go for the healthier, more you know, sustainable, conscious crowd
2: of people. Right. But I'm not I'm not falling for it. Captain I'm, I'm Crunch getting... served our military with honor, so I don't know what anything for co- my dollars going. I don't what, know what anything costs. I don't pay any attention. I just pay You're my like bill George water. H W Bush. You I elitist? I am. Uh like I have no idea what's a, bu- a big box of fruit loops cost.
4: Uh when I go to the s- when I buy cereal, I generally look for the 2 for $5 sales.
2: Okay. Th- so. That's pretty cheap. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All
4: right. And uh, you you can generally find stuff. Sometimes I have to eat stuff that I'm not the biggest fan of, but value is what I prioritize. Like I don't
2: have the slightest idea what a gallon of milk costs, and I buy it all the time. I have no idea. 150
4: bucks. <laughs> I would
2: guess Man, it's around. You want me to but...
3: go get you some milk? Just hand it over. I'll, I'll bring it's back this, some milk in the $3 range between okay, 3 was, and 4 I was, bucks. I was
2: going to guess 4. Okay. Fantastic. There you go. Tomorrow the price of cheese. <laughs> do you if you're buying milk do you um uh, rifle through to get the ones in the back? Yes.
3: I'll I'll go back a couple of layers just to see if yeah. I can do a couple of days uh, better.
2: That seems that seems wrong to me. What? Seems like I'm denying those milks to other people. <laughs> I take the ones from the front. I'm going to drink them in time anyway. I don't it's need a, it to be extra extra
4: fresh. It's a doggy dog milk drinks milk world. The right. way that I at the rate at which I consume milk, it's never an yeah,
2: issue for me. Yeah, me, me neither. Yeah, see, it's not gonna and I don't up.
3: drink much milk. So, yeah, I do. And if all that milk is for sale. I'm getting the newer stuff. You, mm.
2: you, you Seems unfair. Shovel something. your
3: feet, lose your milk. That's what I say. You got there late, you're getting the milk that's only good for another 13 days, not 14 like me.
5: Uh, Just, see, I don't that need 14th that long.
3: day, I'm going to be sipping my milk. It's
2: going to be taste like champagne. It's gonna be I'm going to be laughing at you. It's going to be gone by tomorrow. Is like my fourth bowl of Raisin Bran.
4: Your milk's going to be all rancid and, and, and chunky. Just know that the sales reps hate you for doing that.
2: <laughs> Their <laughs> entire funny.
4: job is uh, uh, expiration date jockeying. They show up to the account the next week. Why are the stuff from the back disappearing? <laughs> buy the ones in the front. I do like a, a good about human to being. I buy what I
3: want to buy, bitches. <laughs> wow,
2: wow, this is turn ugly.
3: You don't like it? Supply better milk. Earl younger, younger milk <laughs> is old <laughs> milk, middle aged milk. <laughs> it's garbage. It's practically cheese. Get it away from me. I deserve your newest milk.
2: <laughs> You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Has everybody seen Pizza Groundhog? That is the best uh viral video out there, in my I opinion. just
3: saw the uh the teaser picture. I haven't actually oh, watched the video. you got to watch the video. He goes to town on that thing.
2: Well, the, even more than that, it's the way he holds the pizza like mm-hmm. a person and eats it like a person that is oh, just really? Incredible! It really looks like it's got to be either commute, computer animation or a kid and a groundhog. And his it. understanding that
4: now, if you haven't seen it, there's there are two dogs on the inside of a glass window looking at this groundhog just 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 ravaging this pizza. <laughs> okay, and the groundhog's understanding that he is safe on the yeah. other side of this yeah. glass is
2: really impressive. And and by the look on his face. Also, the understanding that you really want this pizza. Yeah, This is just driving you dogs crazy that I'm eating this pizza right in front of you. Just inches away from your face. And you're too stupid to understand there's a glass there, but I'm just going to keep eating this pizza. <laughs> I, as a
3: humble wild beast, am enjoying pizza. Will you sit inside, prisoners? <laughs> Look at me
4: with all my freedom. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. Wow,
3: all right. I'll have to watch the uh, the video, actually. So uh, I told a story during the radio show that um, we... We we're up at our our little place in the woods uh, me and judy and little day and
2: husbanding um, arms as usual
3: absolutely and, and and freeze drying food for the coming uh, zombie apocalypse but so anyway um when when we got home the there was an alarm going off a really loud whir <whistles> thing going off and and we spent quite a while trying to figure out what the heck it was we thought it was the like there was an alarm malfunction, and then we thought, no, maybe it was a, it's got to be the smoke alarms. And it took us the longest time to look at all the alarms and figure out what's beeping, the rest of it. And she's calling the alarm coming. And we figured out, finally, it's the damned uh, carbon monoxide warning system mm. that evidently has a seven-year lifespan. And then at the point it hits seven years post-installation, it goes, you know, ape, <laughs> and, and you replace them. And, but who knew? I only knew that from reading the incredibly tiny print on the plates where they're mounted. So anyway, we yanked the batteries out of them, and we'll all go to the hardware store at some point and get them.
2: Well, do they keep chirping after you yank the batteries out? Because that happens no. on some smoke alarms. Right. Where I've taken See, out the battery, and it's still going, hey the and, zombie alarm died, and that yes, and at that point, it's when I have smashed them to death with a hammer. <laughs> exactly. Well, so anyway, no, these are not
3: hardwired; they're just batteries. So you yank the battery out, it's dead. But what I didn't mention is when we were up, uh, up at the uh, our mountain place, we're settling in for bed. It's like ten o'clock at night, and Judy and I are about to get in bed. Delaney's already in bed, and the smoke alarm goes off. And it is one of those hardwired systems where if one goes off, they all go off. Oh, yeah. And, and but it's it's not like beep beep or anything like that. It's this weird two conflicting frequencies. <laughs> And it's farging loud and Baxter's running around with this look on his face. Like he doesn't know whether to puke or take a dump. And he's looking at me like, make it stop, make it stop. And he's running around and everybody's freaking out. And, and so, uh, end up figuring out it's the, the one in the bedroom went off. Evidently, Judy tossed a pillow, and there was dust on it or something. It went, So I, I go out and I get the rickety ass uh, aluminum ladder, and I go up and I, I pull the thing down and I yank the battery out and, and um, and we clear the air and I was and I just left it out in the garage. I put it out in the garage. But then I figure out, figure everything's fine. I rehook it up the next night and the same thing happens without the pillow. And poor Baxter looks at me again like he's just going to have a heart attack and. And um and so I yanked the thing down again. I to take
4: it out in the garage and hide it and under put, put down a dusty pillow. Too hard. That's that's the excuse that was going on. I mm, know. Not your meth lab. It's, it's smoking a little of the jazz cabbage off in the in the corner, <laughs> huh? I've I've pull. used excuses before. I waited till the kid went
3: to bed to pull a couple of bong hits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I ended up having to replace the uh, the smoke alarm because it was funky. But f- so having gone through that Friday and Saturday nights. Or was it, I guess it was Thursday and Friday. Then we get home and we got the freaking alarms going off at, uh, at home. I mean,
2: it's got this weird high-pitched no, this dystopian point, some, torture there's, there's going There's somebody on. pulling pranks on you when it happens uh, three times. Well, I know. I know. It's like, what the hell?
3: Meanwhile, I've never been burned to death and I've never right. died of carbon monoxide poisoning, but and, I've almost been driven to a heart attack and, several times and, and now ne- by the alarms.
2: And neither has anybody you know or anybody no. they know.
3: No. I also have a house that was built recently enough that it has the obligatory uh, sprinkler system in it that's now code. You so have that- to have
2: a sprinkler system in your home? Yes. Really?
3: Wow. Yes. So uh, check your uh, local county listings. But Could
2: you even burn down a modern home anyway with any of it? I don't know if any of it's flammable to start with. I don't think you could. I think it'd be really hard to get the thing on fire.
3: Yeah. I don't. You know, you could burn the furniture and stuff. and That would p- create plenty of smoke to kill you, but... But the thing about the smoke alarms, and or I'm sorry, the, the uh, sprinkler systems, and everybody I've talked to agrees with this. I'm not saying everybody in the world, but everybody I've talked to agrees with it, and that's firefighters, insurance guys, alarm guys. They all say the same thing. They say you got a little uh, kitchen fire in your stove. You run and get the... Uh, yeah, fire extinguisher—you put it out and everything. But if the uh, uh the sprinkler system goes oh, yeah, off, it'll yeah. ruin fifty thousand dollars worth of your stuff. Oh, oh
2: yeah, I can believe. Well, that. not
3: not your stuff per se, but the walls and the carpets and everything. You'll have fifty thousand dollars. Your TV
2: and your exactly DVR and your
3: yeah, and then you'll have mold under the carpet and whatever else. And uh, yeah, so some do or somewhere decided that was a great idea, or some God lobbyist forbid.
2: for a uh, for a company that sells those things.
3: Hello. Good call there. Yeah, but thank God it was only a false alarm, and I was neither burnt nor uh, carbon monoxideed. Now you know I enjoy indoor barbecuing. I have my big Weber Weber grill right in the I middle love of the family room.
2: Fires, but I hate the outdoors. So there's really only I build a campfire right in the middle of the living room and just enjoy. Myself. I think there's only one time in my life I've actually smashed, and maybe two, smashed them with a hammer because I've had the kind before that they won't stop chirping. They just won't stop mm. unless you can get a new battery in it. And if you don't have a nine volt battery handy, you're just out of luck. Right. There's nothing you can do. Right. That, that I'm aware of in the middle of the night. And I've t- I take it out and I put it in the garage, but I can still hear it just barely. <laughs> 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 it's just enough, so I'm out there and I yeah. smashed it. You just won't shut, yes. up, will you? God, you it.
3: did that for every man who's ever wanted to, and every
2: woman oh, as well. I had one that was a, it was like Jason from Friday the Thirteenth, because I had smashed it good, and it was still chirping. <laughs> I think I drove over it with my car. Awesome. (laughs) I think I backed over it because I had to flatten it
3: somehow. Just kept smashing and smashing (laughs) till there wasn't a piece bigger than a dime. Got anything else
2: left to say? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else you want to say to me? You (laughs) s***.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.